You are listening to WTUZ Radio Podcast. This is Rhonda with WTUZ Radio Podcast. This will be real quick. I know a lot of people have covered uh, this topic with the recent allegations on polite from the unconscious community. So I try not to repeat stuff that other folks are covering and they're covering very well. So I'll have to take a different angle. Uh, It's going to be as a collective who is protecting black women and children. So this particular podcast uh, sparked uh, my motivation to make it because uh, a a couple of folks dropped a um, YouTube video and dang, I forget the brother's name. Uh, Let me try to look the brother up real quick because I do want to give him credit. Um, I saw him drop this actually today on his channel and I do want to give him credit for it and then it's another sister that's been um, doing a very good job and we're going to go through an article that she wrote. Uh, The brother that dropped the video today is Mind Over Matter TV and it is regarding uh, Africa Bambada and the Zulu Nation uh, they're, they're actually being sued for child sex trafficking, okay? So the source of this information is a sister named Leela Wills. You can check out her YouTube channel. She's actually doing a documentary on uh, this particular situation she has quite a few up there. I've watched a couple where she's actually interviewing people that was um, in that particular time period when all of the alleged abuse was going on. So uh, again, uh, Brother Mind Over Matter TV, he's going to follow this case. Um, I saw it pop across my particular uh, YouTube page and he kind of went in the article that was written by Layla Wills. Uh, So you can also check out her YouTube channel. She's doing a documentary on it and as well as the um, article that she wrote in her publication, which we'll kind of go over that as well. So that's what sparked this particular podcast because Again, there is a pattern. There is a pattern with abusers. And specifically, I am referring to abusers in the melanated community. And I'm referring to abusers that have some type of either fame behind them, some type of fame and money or notoriety and that includes 
I deem them as cults. So the first one with Poe Light, it should not be a surprise to anyone. <clears throat> That's what's been covered over the last uh, few weeks. He actually made mainstream news uh, down in Miami. So I'm going to just play this clip right quick on him. Uh, you all probably saw it. If you didn't, let's get it cracking. So here we go. The social media influencer and motivational speaker is making headlines for the wrong reason. NBC6 reporter Kim Wynn is live in Miami Beach tonight with more on the arrest of the man known as Brother Polite. Kim. Yeah, well, Jawan, the suspect surrendered here at the Miami Beach Police Department earlier this week. Police charged him with sexual battery of a 14-year-old girl. We did speak with his lawyer um, earlier tonight who says that these charges are false. This is the mugshot of 37-year-old Michael Nowak Jr., also known as Brother Polite, to his more than 300,000 Instagram followers. Miami Beach police arrested Nowak this week for alleged sexual battery of a 14-year-old girl in a hotel room in February. Police say the alleged victim was the daughter of a woman he was romantically linked to. Defense attorney David Terrace says his client is innocent. Once the evidence is produced, um, that he is going to be exonerated. Uh, so, yeah, not guilty. Nothing else. According to the police report, Noack, a motivational speaker and author who lives in L.A., asked the woman if he could take her daughter to an after party at a club in Miami. The report states Noack took the teen to his hotel after seeing that the club was closed. Police say the suspect gave the teen alcohol and started dancing and touching the teen inappropriately groping her breast, in her thighs, and buttocks. It goes on to say Noak trying to force the teen to perform oral sex on him. The teen allegedly passed out and woke up to Noak trying to make her throw up. These are serious allegations, but in any situation, there is always motive. Um, there is always um, a lot behind the scenes uh, that the public is not going to be able to see. The report states that the girl's mother found her intoxicated and possibly on drugs with severe swelling on her mouth and lips. It later states Noak told the mother not to call police because it would ruin his career. Noak was served with a DNA warrant in June and surrendered to police on Monday. Terrace says the police report is only an allegation. And Nowak claims to have written more than 90 books. In an interview, he also claims to have several wives. For now, we are reporting live in Miami Beach. Kim Wynn, NBC6 News. All right. So um, <clears throat> that's for those of you that had not seen that particular story, um, which made mainstream media. Now, <clears throat> here's the thing. And a lot of people have already covered this, so I'm not going to regurgitate the same thing. Um, I am just making this podcast to once again point out the sickness and the patterns that are happening in the melanated, aka black community. It's the same story over and over and over and over and over and over again. Now, this particular man made his come up through melanated people, right? Selling that we were kings and queens 
propaganda slash hustle and in the process scamming folks out of thousands of dollars selling packages and various other schemes he was running. I do know that the packages were one of the things that he was running and folks were giving him anywhere from a couple of thousands to multi-thousands of dollars. Uh, one particular gentleman, uh, allegedly, and I think that gentleman passed away, came into some big money via a um, an inheritance. And Polite literally scammed that young man out of big time money. I've heard as low as 25,000. I heard as high as 75 to 100,000. Okay. So uh, allegedly, I don't know how true this is that that young man has transitioned. I don't know if that's for sure. Uh, that could very well be hearsay. But that young man is just one example of folk accusing Polite of scamming them out of money. Now, now this is over periods, years of time, him scamming. Complaint, many complaints were brought forefront to the quote-unquote unconscious community. And like the unconscious community usually does, they had a boatload of excuses why he didn't do what he did, this, that, and the third. Polite has been sued multiple times for scamming, okay? I guess after he got all that he could get out of the melanated community because he had been so known for scamming, then he started to separate himself from the unconscious community, saying that he no longer needed to be around the unconscious community because it's nothing but a bunch of broke folks. Although he made his said wealth off of those bunch of broke folk scamming. Okay? So fast forward, and in between that, he was also allegedly accused of messing with the 14-year-old. And that was uh, via another unconscious community, self-appointed guru, Sinetta. Um, years ago, I want to say three years ago, did a particular live accusing Polite of messing around with the 14-year-old runaway, okay? So these are all the things that was stacked up against Polite, and nothing was ever done about him. Nothing. So you had him fleecing folks out of their wealth, which is bad enough. That's bad enough. But the first accusation of him being involved inappropriately with the young girl, he got a pass for that also. 
So he was still hugged up, kicking it up, Instagramming it up, showing all of his supposedly and alleged wealth, flaunting around his supposed and alleged wives who look like ladies of the night to me. I'm just saying. They look like ladies of the night to me and that looked like he was selling a different product versus that paperwork package and that financial guru cryptocurrency looked like he was selling more to me. Now, that's just my personal opinion. Now, it's gotten to the point where he hits mainstream for allegedly messing with a baby. These are some serious, serious accusations. And he never should have made it that far in order to have yet another victim. And this is yet another victim that is that we know about. Who stood up in the unconscious community slash black community to check him. No one. The behavior was just left unchecked. Let's move on to a old head. Let's move on to a baby boomer, Africa Bambata. Now, Supposedly and allegedly, it was known over the Bronx and specifically at a minimum, the housing project that Bambada resided in with him messing with young boys. We're talking for decades. These allegations were floating around about Bambada and were well known in the Bronx community. So it hit mainstream with uh, one young man, and I'm not going to call his name, although he's uh, public now. He has his own YouTube channel. Um, Y'all should know who I'm talking about. If not, do a quick Google search, YouTube search. Uh, that particular man's name will come up. You could go back in his archives of videos way back when and get his story, all right? So he was the first one that I know of that publicly brought it forward. And I know even to this day, he gets a lot of criticism for bringing that forward. And what I've heard is that he was in a relationship with him. Again, how can a minor, how can a minor be in a consensual relationship with an adult? I'm going to run that back for the slow ones in the back. How can a minor be in a consensual relationship with an adult, okay? So even if that abuse, because it's not a relationship when they are minors. So 
even if that minor chooses to keep engaging with their abuser when they are an adult, that adult is still guilty. Because you abuse a minor and it's called grooming. So even the fact that folk are criticizing this man, talking about some, he was in a supposed, in an alleged relationship with his abuser, that's unacceptable to me. Because he was a minor at the first initiation of abuse. And like all of these abusers, it's never just one victim. There's always a trail of victims. Now, Bambada is noted for being a celebrity who pushed, who helped push hip hop to the forefront uh, with one of his, uh, his most famous tunes, Planet Rock. And he also had had a group. I don't know if that group's still in existence. I'm assuming assuming it's still in the existence. Existence Zulu Nation. Uh, those that grew up in the 80s and the 90s, you all know the influence that the Zulu Nation had on many rap groups. All right. Bambada for decades has been accused of allegedly messing with young boys. And when young boys who are adult men by now started coming forward, those first set that were coming forward were ridiculed, some even claimed that they were threatened. So I'm going to go into the article um, and shout out to Mind Over Matter TV for bringing this up and shout out to uh, Leela Wills for um, staying on this case. Uh, let me bring this article up for you, family. Okay, so you can check this out at uh, Met metropolisnewspaper.com. Chow R. lawsuit filed against members of X-Clan, Black Watch, and Fame New York Recording Studio. Okay, so this sister dropped this June 25th. Okay, and I still had to dig to get this family, because uh, I saw it on Mind Over Matter TV. I still had to dig to get it. You would think something like this would pop up, okay? Well, maybe because it was back in June. All right? Whatever. Uh, a lawsuit filed in New York Supreme Court on Tuesday, May 26, 2020. So this was even last year, y'all. This, this is a shame. This is really a shame accuses ex-clans Jason Hunter and Lumumba Carson of repeated 
blank assault of a minor child. The action was brought by Patrice Griffin, now 44, pursuant of the New York Child Victim Act, which allows victims of child blank abuse whose statute of limitation has run out a one-year window to file claims. The initial look-back window was set to expire on August 14, 2020, but due to C-19 and related shutdowns, New York Governor Andrew Cuomo extended the window until August 14th. Now, isn't that interesting that Cuomo, he just had to step down over some allegations as well. Telling y'all, this stuff has been going on for so long with men in position of power. But let's continue. In 1989, Patrice Griffin was 14 years old and living with her mother when she joined the Black Watch movement. Okay, so pay attention to yet another group. A lot of these groups that turn into cults are riddled with abuse. Black Watch was started by Lamumba Carson, Professor X, son of famed Brooklyn activist Sonny Carson. So y'all out in New York, y'all know who these people are. Um, I don't know. I don't know any of these people. A anyhow, Black Watch often displayed Egyptian symbols and was known to be a militant pro-Black nationalist activism group that promoted pride and self-awareness. Another group. Another group. With this pro-black crap. Jason Hunter, Brother Jay, would later describe Black Watch as a school for young poets, musicians, and producers who were loyal to the mission of Black liberation. Before joining Black Watch, Brother Jay and Anthony Hardin, DJ Sugar Shaft, were already doing music soon after the rap group X-Clan was formed with four members, Professor X, Sugar Shaft, Brother Jay, and Claude Gray, Paradise Gray. In an interview with All Hip Hop, Brother Jay discusses, discussed the similarities of Black Watch and Africa Bambada's Zulu Nation and how both groups use hip-hop as a means for turning around gang activity. The Zulu Nation started in the Bronx as a hip-hop awareness group that promoted peace, unity, love, and having fun. Both Black Watch and the Zulu Nation started when Brooklyn's based religious cult leader, who? Who? Who's that? Who's that yet again? Is that Malachi York? Let me read that sentence again. The Zulu Nation started in the Bronx as a hip-hop awareness group that promoted peace, unity, love, and having fun. Both Black Watch and the Zulu Nation started when Brooklyn-based religious cult leader Malachi York exhibited great influence over rappers and musicians. Pause. Malachi York, Dr. York, 
was also not only accused, but convicted and currently serving a hundred plus year sentence for what? The abuse of children. And a highly secured facility. I forget, I forget what you call it. It's a, a term that you call those highly secured facility facilities. He is or was, and I say is because you still have people that were in the Nuwabian nation that will swear on their life that he is innocent. He was a religious cult leader. And he pushed the same doctrine of Egyptology, Mooreism, and indigenous. He mixed them all up, honey. He made sure not to miss anything. Oh, and I forgot, I forgot, I forgot. My, my bad, my bad, my bad. Muslim. Okay. York built a facility on the outskirts of Georgia where he had uh, some of his flock live there on those particular grounds. And that's where a lot of that abuse of children took place. His facility was literally raided um, he was in, he arrested. That facility was shut down. Um, some folks that were in, uh, who lived on those grounds, some have come forward and have given some graphic details on some of the seedy crap that went on behind the scenes. Okay. Now, of course, that's what they say. Um, I don't know that for sure. I wasn't there. I'm only basing it what they what they were saying. So all the way down from um, men being required to share their wife with York. Um, so some very very sick crap went on behind the scenes. Okay, supposedly and allegedly. All right, um, York made a lot of his wealth through being an author. Okay, so he published a lot of books. A lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of books. His most famous ones um, are the tablets. And anyone that has the tablets, you read through the tablets. I had gotten a copy of those tablets years and years ago because I wanted to see what was up in them tablets. I got through the first paragraph. I said, wait a minute. This is Stitchin's work. This ain't nothing but Stitchin's work revamped. Okay? Which Zachariah Stitchin's work really ain't even Stitchin's work. It comes out of the Sumerian tablets. Okay? So, um, supposedly and allegedly, a lot of York's work 
he really got it from other authors and he just remixed it so much where he couldn't be deemed for copyright infringement. All right. Now I've only read the tablets and my personal opinion, he hijacked that straight from Zachariah Stinchin's work. All right. Um, some folks have pulled his other work and linked it back to other authors. And I might add in there, Caucasian white men authors. All right. Now, Polite York is his, uh, not follower, how do you want to say it? Idol. Polite looked up to York. So that's why in that particular news story, uh, they were talking about motivational speaker wrote over blah, blah, blah amount books. I think they said 90 books. He was literally following the blueprint of Dr. York. Literally. So you have him polite up under investigation for child abuse. The same thing, his idol, York, is currently serving time for. Okay? Now we're with yet another group who's basing their ideology as well on Black liberation tied to Egyptology. The Zulu Nation. Black Watch. Started when Brooklyn-based religious cult leader Malachi York exhibited great influence over rappers and musicians. And yet here's yet more men being accused of what? child abuse. Hmm. Seems like a pattern to me. So let's continue. Although this sis, she gets into it as well. <sighs> York, head of the Nuwabian cult, is incarcerating after receiving a sentence of over 100 years for numerous child blank trafficking charges. African Bambada and the Zulu Nation also stand accused of child blank abuse after several men came forward in 2016. These men alleged Bambada blank abused them when they were between the ages of 12 and 15. So help me to understand how can a 12-year-old through 15-year-old, and I'm going to even put 16-year-old, because in some states, 16 is not, uh, it can be consensual. But how can 12 through 16-year-old, and that's me doing through the 16, consent to have a relationship with the grown adult. 
I'll continue. Shortly after joining Black Watch at the age of 14, Patrice Griffin became secretary to Professor X, who was 33 years old. At the time, X-Clan was preparing to release their legendary album, To the East, Black Words. And I just want to add that York was also dipping and dabbing in the music industry as well. Okay? The music industry or the entertainment industry in general has also been accused of a lot of abuse with children involved. And specifically, we have um, R&B singer R. Kelly, who's currently facing trial on abuse charges. And once again, it had been rumored for decades that R. Kelly was messing with abusing young girls around Chicago. It was well known in Chicago. You could take any young girl, and melanated young girl, in Chicago, in the city of Chicago, on the south side, in the 90s, and they will tell you that R. Kelly was outside of the high school picking up young girls. This was a known fact in Chicago. But they couldn't catch him. The authorities could not catch him. So in other words, none of the young girls were snitching on him. Because in their minds, being that age 14 through 18, they thinking they up in a relationship with a grown man. But definitely the police department knew about it. They just couldn't catch him. They didn't have any evidence. All right? So let's continue. But yet another example and another and and patterns. So after getting kicked out of her mother's home for cutting school, which was a huge mistake, mom, a huge mistake. You leave your babies vulnerable. You really leave them vulnerable. After getting kicked out of her mother's home for cutting school, Professor X allowed Patrice to sleep at their office in Brooklyn. Patrice remembers being always hungry while waiting for someone to return so she could eat. If days passed with no food, she resorted to eating out of garbage cans. Pretty soon, Professor X started referring to Patrice as his golden child. Mm -hmm. This could refer to a concept taught by who? Malachi York. 
York taught that having blank with a child was an ancient ritual that was not only prescribed, but produced fierce loyalty in that child and was the opening of a sacred spiritual chamber. Pause. Now, a lot of folks still defend Malachi York. He was supposedly and allegedly set up by the man, this, that, and the third. Set up for what reason and why, I, I, I still don't understand. There was jealousy within his camp. So folks were put up to say these allegations against him to bring him down. Um, I also heard that uh, one of his children, I want to say it was a son, was upset with him because he wouldn't um, finance some business venture or something that he wanted to do. So he was the one that was in cahoots with the others to get these allegations brought before or brought up against York. Here's the thing. I was literally listening to an interview. It was a YouTube interview. And to show you all how sick this stuff is, Polite was interviewing one of the victims of York. And Polite, he got upset and disrespectful to me towards the victim, which that raised a red flag to me. I'm like, okay, he's full of crap. Okay, this is this young man telling his story, his experience, and not only that, that takes a lot for a man to come forward to say he was abused and specifically abused by a man. That takes a lot. Okay? So I didn't appreciate how Polite handled that interview because he was rah-rahing for his co-idol leader. So I'm reading through the YouTube comments and this one person in the YouTube comments went off and said, I don't appreciate all of these Nuwabian folks supporting York. He is an abuser. I was in the court when the trial was going on. Here are the transcripts. Bam! I said, oh, crap. I immediately stopped the video, went to them transcripts, read word for word, and when I tell you I was sick to the core of my stomach, it was un the abuse was unbelievable. It was unbelievable. And the children that came forward, they weren't children by that time. Story seemed to line up to me. 
It was in such graphic detail. Don't understand how there's any question by the Nuwabian community and followers. Even down to a disease, an STD. So some of the babies wind up getting an STD from York and York tested with the same strand. So York tested with the same strand that these babies tested for. I guess that's a coincidence also, right? So now you have this Professor X referring to this baby as a golden child. Remember, she's 14, then left up out of her mama house. Well, her mama kicked her out. I'm sure she was smelling herself, as we say. Which is still no excuse for the mom to kick her daughter out. Because she is literally putting her in the hands of predators. But he say, what now? This baby is what? A golden child? And that's the concept taught by whom? Who's sitting in the slammer? A hundred plus year sentence? For abusing Multiple children, Malachi York, who says that having relations with the child is an ancient ritual that was not only prescribed, but produced fierce loyalty in that child and was the opening of a sacred spiritual chamber. So those that accuse the Bambada victims of being in a relationship with him as adults, do you not understand that that's called grooming? So let's start. Let's continue, rather. After taking up residence in the office, it was not long before Patrice says she was blank assaulted by Professor X and Brother J who would have been 18 or 19 years old. Already desperate for food and shelter, she did not know where to turn. Patrice had already been caught sneaking into her mother's house in order to eat as much as she could while her mother was out. This is heartbreaking. This is very much so heartbreaking. The complaint file says the assault took place in hotel rooms, public bathrooms, and at a famed New York recording studio. Professor X would take Patrice to the recording studio as they were working on the album To the East Blackwards. Remember, she's 14. Let's not forget, she's 14. I was a child. They were supposed to be all about what? That black consciousness. 
They said they would take care of me, but they armed me, drugged me, and allowed other men to arm me. Drugged me? Armed me? Ain't polite being accused of drugging a 14-year-old and arming her? And then these scumbags allegedly passed this baby around. The suit also alleges that pro-black militant, there it is again, conscious group, overwhelmed Patrice with what? Alcohol and cocaine until she was what? Semi-conscious. Huh. Wait a minute, where have I heard that before? Oh, yeah. Didn't scummy, crunch-ass, polite, he's being accused of giving that 14-year-old baby some types of drugs until she was passed out? Hmm. It further alleges that Professor X, Brother J, and a group of approximately seven other males violently arred and est her in the lounge area of a recording studio. According to the complainant, studio engineers and employees were present but did not intervene nor call the authorities. These are sick patterns. These predators are preying and causing destruction within the melanated community under the guise of being saviors and do-gooders and throwing around a little piece of change and they have accomplices helping them, turning the other cheek, making excuses and justifying their behavior. Let's continue. After this assault, a female member of Black Watch took Patrice to a doctor. While she was waiting to be seen, this person made a phone call to check in with the Black Watch office. Patrice said after the call, the woman was flustered and then got me the F up out of there. Another betrayal. So a mammy took the baby to the doctor But then you made the mammy made a phone call because a mammy's loyalty is to a crusty ass, degenerate, crunchy ass, low life man. Mammy's loyalty is not to women. Mammy's loyalty are not to children. A mammy's loyalty isn't even to herself. It is to 
a degenerate, worthless, POS man. So she got the baby up out of there. So the baby did not get to see a physician that day. Patrice's story is an example where all of the adults in a child's life failed that child. Because it started in the home with the mama putting the daughter out. That was the ultimate betrayal. Tossing that baby to the wolves. Literally. And then the second betrayal was from low-life degenerate POSs of the unconscious community claiming that they're there to uplift their people, preying on this baby, abusing her, and then passing her around. And then a mammy slash melanated woman turning her back on her. These are all adults that I am naming. No one was there to protect that child. Professor X, Brother J, Sugar Shaft, and approximately six other men are also accused of violently arring and and, and essing Patrice at a Manhattan hotel. There seemed to be no end to the blank abuse and no protection for the 14-year-old girl. A United States Army veteran, Patrice says she was repeatedly abused by Professor X, Brother J, and other transient men of Black Watch until she ran away at 17. So for three years. She once ran away to a shelter at 15. An activist, Sonny Carlson, Professor X's father, came to see about her. Patrice says Sonny Carson was well aware of what was taking place inside of the Black Watch movement, but did not do anything to stop it. So wait a minute. Now, you means to tell me that the daddy knew what they was doing? But why should that be a surprise to me? Because this crap is generational. Black Watch had a defined hierarchy and Sonny Carson was master overseer, Professor X was overseer, and Brother J was underseer. I told him, Sonny Carson, myself, and instead of helping me, he wanted to what with me? Like I said, it's generation. These are generations of degenerate predators upon women and children. Carson removed Patrice from the shelter and returned her to the Black Watch office. Yet another adult 
preying on this baby. She couldn't even find any help via the system. This is why it is important for melanated black households to become healthy. Because when you don't have healthy households, healthy parents, or at least one healthy parent, your children are thrown to the wolves. You can't depend on a system to save or help your children. In an interview with Tori or Tori star, Terrain Paradise Gray swore he knew nothing of the blank assaults that were taking place. He only acknowledged that Patrice was a Y'all, y'all see that? Now, wait a minute, child. Let me. So. You didn't know nothing about the blank assaults. But. You do acknowledge that she was running drugs for the group. How's that even acceptable? <sighs> but Patrice produced text message that says otherwise. Most victims of child blank abuse miss the statute of limitations because trauma affects them in a way that causes them to delay disclosure of their abuse until they are older. Studies show that the average age to disclose is 52 with the media, the median age of 48. That's a hell of a long time. To have suffered abuse at the age of 14 and to live with those demons And to finally, and who knows how much trauma, mental torture, these babies, which turned into adults, went through throughout their lives until their consciousness finally was able to, in their middle ages, disclose that. The civil complaint says that as a result of the abuse Patrice endured, she suffered great pain in mind and body, severe emotional distress, distress and has been prevented from the full enjoyment of life. I am in therapy now and have been in therapy for most of my life. I still suffer from PTSD. Do you all understand that when a child is abused, it alters 
their course in life for the worse. Professor X died in 2006, reportedly from meningitis. Sugar Shaft died from complications due to AIDS in 1995. And Sonny Carson died in 2002. Brother Jay and Paradise Gray are both still alive. Patrice joined other child victims of, of blank abuse in activism to change the statute of limitations that are prohibitive to justice. In 2018, Patrice started Patrice Kids as a way to educate parents and caregivers on the insidiousness of abusers. Y'all see that word? and child abuse. Wow. So she picked up this unconscious community also. <laughs> Sorry, I got the hiccups. She is also publishing a book about her experience. The unconscious community will be out in August. I'm going to look for this young woman's book. I am telling my story to help other survivors, and I hope other women who were abused by the Black Watch cult will come forward. <sighs> All right, so here's the update. Uh, yesterday, June 27, 2020, Brother Jay of X-Clan denied any and all blank allegations by him and any other member of X-Clan. Brother Jay also says he does not know of any lawsuits and said all of this is bullshit and gossip. Okay. In 2017, Trioli star Terrain interviewed Brother Jay and Paradise Gray. It was a tricky interview in some places, but both men denied all allegations of child blank. Starr also interviewed Jacob York, son of Malachi York, who was a good friend to... Baby, you better stop playing with me. Who was a good friend to Patrice. Jacob says that Patrice disclosed details of the blank the abuse to him in the 90s oh i'm okay he admitted it whoa let me reread that star also interviewed jacob york son of malachi york who was a good friend to patrice jacob says that patrice disclosed details of the abuse to him in the 1990s all right um Child, maybe I'll do a part two of, um, cause this is about all I can take, honey. So again, this was, um, I'll do a part two on the, the, the Jacob interview. Um, this is all I can take of this. So, um, I, I'm just, um, I'm just so sorry what this 
young woman had to go through. Um, I am so sorry with the 14-year-old baby in the polite situation had to go through. Um, any victim through any of these cults in the entertainment industry, in the unconscious community, and even in families. I'm so sorry that these babies have to go through this at the hands of adults. Uh, I am so sorry that they're not protected. This is not acceptable. This is the lowest level of vibration behavior that's imagined. I put it next to the taking of a life because that's ultimately what you are doing. When you abuse children, you're essentially taking away their childhood. You're taking away their healthy sense of mentality. You're scarring their soul. You're injuring their consciousness. And folks that are the perpetrators of this behavior, you are demons. And we see you. And you will be dealt with and you will be banished. You will not get away with it. Because the universe records and you must pay back that trauma with your soul. And we are starting to see that now. None of you demons will get a pass. And anyone that is in the way of universal justice, prepare to be dealt with as well. No one gets a pass. So family, please, 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 wake up from the stupor. Trust no one with your babies. Absolutely no one. You be total responsible for your babies. Women do not trust anyone with your babies. That includes your daughters and your sons. 
And I am saying even folk within your own families, trust no one with your babies. So with all that said, family, um, sorry to bring such grim pieces of information to you. I kind of sat back in the cut after all of the other stuff was going on. But when I ran across um, that particular YouTube video uh, from Mind Over Matter TV and um, the sister who did this article, um, she does great work. Sorry, y'all. Um, once I saw this, I'm like, I, I got to say something because it is definitely a um, pattern. So uh, thank you to the sister, Layla Wills. Uh, check out her YouTube channel. Like I said, she is doing a series on it. Um, I'll come back to get more into the uh, Jacob York uh, interview. I'll have to do a little digging to see what was up with that. I'm bringing you this family, not only for awareness, but in the black melanated community, these are things that are patterns. All of these folk followed a specific pattern. They followed a specific pattern. It's time to wake up. Stop following men. Be responsible for yourself and for your family, for your babies. With that said, this is Rhonda with WTUZ Radio podcast. I wish everyone well on this Tuesday. Peace and love. <laughs>